0: Thank you for downloading the one Church Podsmead podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. To find out more about life at OneChurch, visit us online at thisisonechurch.com oh, It's good to be here, good to have you all with us this morning. It is the best place to be on a Sunday morning in the house of God. Love that video at the beginning, the Live Big. It obviously started at our annual church conference, We Are One, where Simon bought his, his heart for the church. And if you've ever received a, a text or an email or, or anything from Simon, you always get it signed off, Live Big. And, and so we started this, this whole restructure and rebrand of, of One Church uh, where, where we are growing you to live big. And, and I was thinking about this um, quite a lot because what I... The biggest thing I want to avoid and and I know you guys will all get this, but what I really want to avoid is just have a ton of emphasis on living big by doing more okay that 's really what I want to avoid live big by doing more oh i need to I need to do more i must i must start um, I must start a church service in my workplace I must um you know just just do a bunch of stuff to live big and that 's really, really not what growing you to live big is all about. See, I, I just tried to simplify it as much as I could and I realised after I finished that all I ended up with was copying the video um, but I think that's a good thing because at least I'm in line with the video. Uh, so, uh, Number one was just for for. We'll, we'll jump into what we're doing in a bit but I just wanted to remind us of this. Um, living big it just starts with an encounter with Jesus and uh, and, and it, is, it is this simple. It starts with an encounter with Jesus that you can have at any time during your week. You can have at any time during your life. You can have as many as you need. And, and the second one was it then grows through a relationship with Jesus. And, and we know that this is just absolute key. Above all the doing, above all the serving, above all of the effort that we give out, it is all about having a relationship with Jesus. And, uh, and, and just wanted to remind people of that this morning, that we can't have a relationship with church we can't have a relationship with, with people to, to, to save us and help us. The relationship has to and has to be alone with Jesus. And, uh, and just those two, an encounter with Jesus and then it grows through a relationship with Jesus is how we live big, which we obviously know from watching that great video there. So the title for today, let's jump into it, is A Life Lived Big, The God Potential. Okay, A Life Lived Big the God potential. You see, if we take those two first ideas, that that it starts with an encounter with Jesus and then progresses through a relationship with Jesus, then the goal of living big, if I could put a tag to it, a tagline to it, the goal of living big is to have Jesus as Lord over every area of our life. That is the goal of living big, to have Jesus as Lord over every area of our life. You see, point one today is a life lived big is where Jesus is Lord. And I was thinking about this. And, and as humans, we often have a sort of a staggered approach to this or, or sort of a staged approach, a stage one, two, three, or a, or a approach to this where we try to, and, and, and bear with me here, we try to convince ourselves we're doing this well. Okay, so, so we have an encounter with Jesus. We've, we've ticked box number one. And we're then growing through a relationship with Jesus. And what we've done is, is through our life, we've sort of boxed, boxed bits of our lives up. We've sort of gone, okay, here's, here's the first sort of bit of my, my life. Or, or here's like the past five years box. Here's the past year box. Here's, here's, here's this. And we have an encounter with Jesus. And we say, Jesus, you are so good. I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful that, that I've met you, that, that you've made yourself known to me. Here is box number one for you to deal with. And we have this staged approach to making Jesus Lord of our life. And and we give him the past week, or the past month, or the past year. But I very much doubt we give him everything. We give him these load of boxes. And we're going to hold on to these boxes until God's earned our trust a bit more. See, I trust him a little bit. So he he can have my first lot of boxes. But... Through the relationship with him, I'm going to learn to trust him more and give more of my boxes. But the truth is, this staggered, this staged approach, it's it's convincing ourselves that, that we're doing it. It convinces ourselves that we're achieving the goal of having Jesus as Lord of our life. But what we can't do is we can't make it a box ticking exercise where it becomes above the relationship with Jesus you see i've got this i've got this story of two of my friends and uh, and we'll just call them my friends for today because we're we're going to talk about them but um they both had very very similar backgrounds and upbringings okay and and they both love the lord they're both serving in church and doing doing incredibly incredibly well and they've got very very similar stories very similar stories years apart probably a good Ten or so years apart in their stories, but very similar stories. And and they grew up uh, uh, obviously in, in in their home, in their family, and and their, their upbringing maybe wasn't just quite the best. That uh, that would probably be a safe way to describe it. They they were maybe when they reached um, like adulthood, they were maybe slightly broken and, and bruised people. And and they both had an encounter with Jesus, both of them. Okay, again, this is years apart, but they both completely separately had an encounter with Jesus. And one of them was very much able in that moment to hand everything over to Jesus. Just say, deal with this. This is, this is everything. Just deal with this. Just have that. I don't want that anymore. And in that moment, Jesus is Lord of her life. Yeah. In that moment. And, and my other friend, she was more like, like the, the first where I started talking, where, where they were able to give... The first load of boxes, but I'm going to hold on to to this bit of hurt, or I'm going to hold on to this bit of pain. And through the relationship with Jesus, she's been able to hand more and more and more over to make Jesus Lord of their lives. And, And the goal is always the goal. The goal is always to have Jesus as Lord of our life. That is a life lived big. I promise you that. But it's through relationship with Jesus see the great thing is that my bible tells me is that grace comes before truth so the truth is unless we've handed everything over jesus isn't lord of our lives holistically completely which is pretty is summed up in that word lord you know that you know if, if he truly is lord surely he deserves to be and, and the good thing is, is that grace comes before truth. So this morning, if, if you're, if you're in, in one of those two ends of the spectrum, one of those two camps where, where you've maybe just been able to quite easily hand everything over, or if you're maybe further away, and you, you, you know, you're, you can have the first five years of my life. But what happened to me 20 years ago, like, that hurt. And I'm going to hold on to this because I don't want to be hurt again. But grace comes before truth. And God's goodness is for you this morning. So a life lived big is a life where Jesus is Lord. Number two. It's all very linked this morning. Number two. A life lived big is a life unlocked. Second point for today. A life lived big is a life unlocked. You see, if, if, if a life lived big is where Jesus is Lord... Then Jesus being Lord is key to our lives being unlocked. Okay? A life lived big is a life unlocked. And 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 the God potential that I want to talk about, I want to just paint a picture for us this morning. Is, is just to imagine yourself uh, uh, just, just completely in a, in a space where you feel comfortable, in a space where you're happy, and just imagine this huge this huge like, pool or this huge well just being above you or or maybe just this dam of water and you could be at the bottom or you could be underneath. And and the God potential is represented by that well, by by that pool of resource, of that water. And it's just full of his goodness. It's full of his grace. That pool is full of his blessing, of his favour, of his love, of everything that he is. And every time... We can make Jesus Lord of another area of our life that gets a little bit more open. And all of that goodness, all of that love, all of that, everything that God is just then gets to flow into our lives a little bit more, gets to flow a little bit more. The God potential is his grace and it is for you this morning. See, I've, I've often heard, I, I grew up in church, I, was, I grew up in, in Sunday school, I absolutely loved it, loved being part of this church, and, and, and growing up in church, uh, especially sort of in maybe teeny, teenager age, you hear this a lot, and I, I just want to slightly pick this apart and, and change it slightly, because the, the, the emphasis can be sometimes be misunderstood, but I heard this so much, and, and I'm sure many of you have as well, but I always said, "Oh, Jesus is a gentleman, he, he, won't, he won't go beyond what you, what you let him. He will only intrude into your life as much as you let him. And, and can I just change this completely? See, Jesus isn't, isn't a gentleman. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And it's not that he won't step in. It's that unless he is made Lord, he can't step in. Yeah. It's not that he's a gentleman. That I'm okay with that and I'm not going to change that. I'm okay. If you want me to keep my distance, I'll keep my distance. No, no, no. He He is dying to get in there and change that for the better. But it's not that he won't, it's that he can't unless he is made Lord. See, he's not a gentleman. He is our King of Kings. He is our Lord of Lords. And we need the God potential to be unlocked in our lives. You see, Liam already mentioned it this morning about God being a jealous god of, of being wanting to be Lord wanting to be king of our lives, and again i'd love to just maybe debunk some myths here as well uh, uh, but there's a scripture in in the old testament where where God is reminding the the israelites who who uh, is is god's people the israelites is is god 's nation it is who he started being in relationship with it is who he gave all the promises to it is who he absolutely loved and adored the Israelites who came in to be this great nation. And, and he's reminding them of what he's done for them. And he says, oh, do you remember when I saved you from, from Egypt? Do you remember when I provided food for you? And he's talking about battles that they've won and victories that they've won. And with every reminder that he gives, with every, every oh, do you remember that each time it finishes, that I might be your God. And it's, it's, do you remember when I did this for you? Oh, that I might be your God. That I might just be the God of your life. You see, when, when you read that, when you hear that, the emotion behind it is, oh, that I might just, that I might just be your God. There's a yearning behind it. There is a longing behind it. Oh, that I might just be your God. That maybe, just maybe, you might pick me to be Lord of your life, instead of relying on yourselves, instead of doing things in in your own understanding, and 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 he's just longing to say, "Please, please, please, make me your God." You see, I I, I was amazed by this—that the God who created the universe might actually just write in His own book, "Oh, that I might be your God." You know that that He's. As, as all-powerful and as, and as all-knowing and as sovereign as, as he is, that he might just say that I might be your God, that we still have that choice, that free will. You see, handing uh, areas of our life over to, to Jesus to be Lord of, this is, this is the stumbling block. This, this is the problem with God, is that, is that, and we see it so often, is that everyone's struggle fundamentally comes down to the same thing of giving ownership of their life over. And and the and the, the, the real problem comes in, in that we as humans, we want to feel like we've decided to give ownership over of our lives. That it's our decision and it 100% is. And that is the best thing. But it is our decision to hand our lives over to Jesus that he might be our God. You see, the why behind that is so that he can give you the best. So that he can give you everything that he wants to give you. So that that pool that I painted at the beginning, with just this man or this woman stood underneath, can just be unlocked. And all of his goodness, and his grace, and his mercy, and his forgiveness, and his love, and everything can just flow onto you this morning. It's a beautiful picture and, and and in Isaiah we get the prophet saying that his ways are higher than ours, his thoughts are greater than ours. And, and and we can't ever truly understand this, maybe, but but we can choose to trust that his ways are better, that his thoughts are higher, and we choose to say, If I make you Lord, I'm choosing to receive all of your goodness, all of your blessing, all of your favor this morning. You see, Jesus isn't a gentleman. He is He is Lord. He is King of Kings. He is the Prince of Peace. And if we want some of that, we have to make Him Lord. You see, God is God. God is Supreme. God the Father and God the Son. And I was thinking about this. This just sums it up so nicely. A king can't rule people that are not in his kingdom. A king cannot rule people that are not in his kingdom. And he is the most high king. He is the king that will always provide. He is the king that will always make sure there's food, will always make sure there is drink, will always make sure that you are safe. He is the king that will protect you from any army that's come in. He is the king that will be first on the line to fight your battles for you. But a king cannot rule people that are not in his kingdom. He can't. And this morning, we get to make him king of our lives. You see, the God potential is all over you. Yeah. There is an open heaven above you, and the God potential exists for everyone. Yeah. For everyone. It started when, when you were just maybe a thought in your parents' mind, but, but in God's mind, you've been there from day one. From day one, he knew exactly who you were going to be, what you were going to like and dislike, what you were going to struggle. My Bible says he gave you gifts, every good thing and talent is from God. And he he gave you all of that. And above that, he gave you all of this pool of potential, the God potential that is available for everyone. Oh, that we might make him our God this morning. The problem is, is that when we're dry and when we're thirsty, the smallest trickle can feel like a river of blessing. But the truth is that tap could just be a tiny bit open. It could be half open, it could be three quarters open. But for it to flow fully, if we hand everything over, then it is an open heaven and, and the tank can just flow completely and wash over every area of our lives. The God potential. You see, I want to encourage people today, if, if maybe, maybe you're starting at the beginning, maybe you just want an encounter with God. Or maybe you're in relationship with God and maybe it's got a bit religious, a bit stagnant. I promise you, what you need is that tap to be opened a bit more. That's what you need this morning. You need to wash the old away and let the new in. God has got more for you. There is always, always more in him. You see, it's key to get the God potential in our lives because of the world we live in. We need to be set apart. We need to be full of God's grace and God's goodness. For the sake of others we need to live big for the sake of others and a life lived big is a life unlocked and the god potential over your life can be unlocked this morning you know the bible says in the new testament that everybody has received their own portion of grace and and what that means is they've received their own portion of of things to do that that god has always had a plan for them and he's always had this this which is completely suited for you And he goes, this is yours. And we need a life unlocked because yours can't be given to someone else. Yours is yours. And God needs you to have your grace this morning. He needs you to be unlocked. As much as he needs everybody else to be unlocked, he needs you to be unlocked. He needs needs to give you his goodness, his grace, his love so that you are made completely whole. In Him. But like I say, when you're dry, when you're thirsty, the smallest stream can seem like the biggest river, but it's really not. There is always more in Him. There is always more grace, more goodness, and more to be unlocked. You see, the third point today so, a life, number one, a life lived big is a life where Jesus is Lord. Number two, a life lived big. Is where is a life unlocked, and a life lived big is a life full of substance. And I want to tell you uh, of a time when where me and Anna just had one of the best weekends of our lives, and, and we had been married uh, uh, probably six months or so now, maybe a bit more. And, and it just so happened that that after us getting married, our calendar was full of just once a month we just had something amazing in the calendar I don't really know how it happened it just did we we got married and then obviously had our honeymoon Uh, a few months later we we ended up being in Australia seeing my family seeing my sister and uh, and and we had a ton of nice stuff in the calendar we booked to go uh, to a Wimbledon tour which I'm a big tennis fan so I loved that Uh, we booked John Mayer tickets to go to the O2 and see him and and we, we combined them to one weekend so we went down to London and I uh, had the Wimbledon tour, which was just fantastic. And then the following evening, we were going to the O2 and we were watching John Mayer, who, for those who don't know, is just the best singer-songwriter on the planet, in my opinion. He he, he is just a beautiful man. <laughs> he just is. Let's finish that. <laughs> and, uh, and Jordan is going to play us a John Mayer song now and sing to us. <laughs> no, no, not going to happen. Um, but he, he is just incredibly good at what he does and 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 he is just so gifted and I 100% believe that his gifting is from God okay it just, it just is okay he doesn't know it he doesn't have a clue but his gifting and his talent is from God to be used why to bring glory to God's name okay that is the point of all of our gifts and talents is to bring glory to God's name and and The only other time me and Anna have been in the O2 arena uh, is for Hillsong Conference. And Hillsong Conference is amazing, it's fantastic. 18,000 people all meet in to, to worship God and to sing praises to Him. It is just an amazing environment to be in. And instead of singing praises to God, we were there watching John Mayer, who was performing and singing some songs, and of course everyone's joining in. And he is, he is just my favourite guitarist. He is just my favourite singer-songwriter. But it was lacking something. I'm only ever... Thanks. I'm only ever in the O2, apart from this, when it's Hillsong Conference, to worship God. And I was there watching the best person on the planet do what he does. The best person on the planet. I couldn't have picked anyone else I would rather see. In the whole world, and it was lacking something. Lacking something, and the truth is this morning is that a life where Jesus is Lord, a life unlocked where the God potential is flowing in our lives, is a life of substance where Jesus is Lord, where we are working in His grace, in His goodness, for His glory. That is a life of substance. There's a verse in Psalm 1 which I just love. It's one of my favorite passages. And if I could ever just like try to sum up what I like who I want to try and be and and when I walk into work, how I want to try and be in work or when I'm working in church, like like who I want to be. And, and it says this in Psalm 1, and this is, this is what I mean by life as substance. It says, Blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk, nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather, But his delight and desires are in the law of the Lord, which is love. The law of the Lord is love. And on his law and precepts, the instructions and teaching of God, he habitually meditates, ponders and studies day by day and night. And he shall be, this is it here. He shall be like a tree firmly planted and tended by the streams of living water, ready to bring forth its fruit in season. Its leaves also shall not fade or wither, and everything he does shall prosper. That is a verse that I took years and years ago just for be for me, for my life. I want my life to prosper. I want to be like a tree planted by living water every day that my fruit may come forth when it's meant to. A life of substance, a life unlocked, A life where Jesus is Lord is a life lived big. You see, it's not about doing more. It's not about doing more. It's about an encounter with Jesus, a relationship with Jesus, and making him Lord of your life this morning. You see, there's some... amazing verses in, in the Gospels where Jesus is talking about himself and, and there's two encounters in particular one where he meets uh, this lady by, by a well and, and he just reveals himself to her and reveals things about herself that, that no one could know and she's, she's thirsty, she's at the well and he describes himself as living water there's another passage in, in the Bible where Jesus is talking to some of his followers and another group of people and some of the Pharisees are there and he describes himself as the bread of life and he's describing how in the Old Testament when manna would rain down from heaven and feed the Israelites every morning he's saying we don't need that now because I'm now here I'm now the bread of life you feed from me and me alone and what I, would, what I wanted this morning you see, there's another analogy, which if Jesus was alive today, he would have used. But planes hadn't been invented back then, so he couldn't have used this analogy. But all three of them are as good as each other. Uh, and, and, and Have you ever been on a long flight and they finally come round with the hot lemony towels? That is just the best. Have you ever been to an Indian restaurant where you finish your meal, you have absolutely stuffed your face and you're getting the meat sweats? Oh. and they bring around the lemony towel oh, and it's hot and it's steamy and oh, you put it on your face and it's just amazing you see that is what it's like having a drink from the well of living water that is, that is what it's like feeding from the bread of life and all three analogies are just as good as each other but planes weren't invented back then so he couldn't have used that analogy but I know he wanted to if he was talking about planes, people haven't had a clue what he was on about, but they're all as good as each other. But I just wanted this this refreshing this morning over you. I just wanted this this hot towel wash moment this morning where you just go, oh, okay, you can have this. You, I, I, I'll hand this over to you, that that you might be my God and, and that God potential might just be that bit more unlocked this morning that I might just be able to stand under your goodness, under your well of goodness this morning, and it's that bit more unlocked and it's washing over me, all of your goodness, all of your grace, all of your love, so that I might have a life of substance, a life of meaning, a life where you are Lord. Because he's not a gentleman, he is a king, and he needs to be king for you to be in his kingdom. And you can get every good thing from him this morning, in Jesus' name. Amazing. We're done. That's what I've got to say. But I'd love just to, just to give a, a moment, an opportunity for, for people just to respond. And, uh, and so we've just, just be where you are this morning. If you want to close your eyes, you want to bow your heads, just give people some space and, and privacy. But this morning, just if you, wherever you are in your journey, if you want to have your first encounter, your hundredth encounter with Jesus, or if you're in a relationship with him and you you just need that God potential to be that bit more unlocked this morning, that you might find your relief, you might find your refresh this morning. So if you find yourself anywhere on that spectrum, anywhere at all, then I'd love to pray for you this morning. If you're desperate for God, you can find him this morning. If you're desperate for something new, you can find that this morning. If you're desperate just to be loved and made whole, you can find that this morning. So, Father God, I just pray for everyone who's who's here now. God, we thank you that you gave your son, that we've been able to remember that this morning. Jesus, thank you that you came and you died for us, that we may just have access to all of this God potential that is over each and every one of us. And this morning, Father, I pray that all of us will be brave enough to hand over more of our lives to you, that you may unlock more of that potential. God, i pray for people to have revelation that they are stood under an open heaven that there is living waters ready to flow on them this morning that every ounce of your goodness and your blessing is ready to flow over their lives that god you can make them whole you can give them a life and unlocked you can give them a life of substance this morning and father we thank you and pray that this is all because of your goodness in the first place May we choose to make you our King, may we choose to make you our Lord, and thank you that if that when we do that, that you just enter our lives, that you make yourself known to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Beautiful. I just want to tell you something funny, so... uh this is just completely separate but in, in prepping for today I, I was just prepping during the week and I was going through it yesterday and, and I just f- felt the need to, to put a big cross through it and so I put a big th- cross through everything that I prepped and, and prepped this late last night so I felt like I needed to bring this but what I had prepped in the week was there's this encounter in, in the Bible where Jesus has gathered his disciples so he gathers his 12 in Luke 9 and then in Luke 10 he gathers 70 more people okay and and these 70 more people he says right pair up you guys pair up get in pairs and and go out to all of the local towns and neighborhoods go out to all the villages just go ahead of me and and prepare the way start spreading the good news ahead of me and and because I want to come and visit those places but you the 70 that I've just gathered now go gather in pairs and, and go out to these places it says this in the Bible that that where they were accepted they were told to say the kingdom of God has come close to you today where they were rejected they were told to say the kingdom of God has come near but you didn't want it and it said to, to, to shake the dust off your sandals and to move on to the next town and this morning, I just want to encourage you to be the type of people that are ready for God to come close to them, not just near to them. I don't want to just be near to the presence of God. I don't just want an encounter with God where he is near to me. I want to encounter with God where he is close to me. Yeah. And in that, they found every good thing that they need to find In that moment, the God potential was unlocked over their lives. And for whoever needs to hear that this morning. Just hear that, that you have the opportunity to either be near to God or close to God. And where he is accepted, he will be close to you. And so we're going to sing this again, and we're going to worship God, and just invite him to be close to you this morning, and then we really will wrap up. But come on, in Jesus' name.